वेरी गुड मॉर्निंग टू ऑल ऑफ आर लिसनर्स एज आई वेलकम यू टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द आउटफील्ड शो स्ट्रीम वेयर ऑल द क्रिकेट इज कंडेंस इन अ पॉडकास्ट एंड ब्रॉड टू यू टूडे इज अ वेडनेस डे दैट इज इज डे ऑफ द वेडनेस डे विजडम वेयर वी आर गुड बी ब्रिंगिंग टू यू सिम इंटरेस्टिंग स्टोरीज ऑफ द क्रिकेटिंग वर्ल्ड दैट मेड द हेडलाइंस इन दर टाइम्स डू सब्सक्राइब टू आर शो ऑन स्पॉटिफाई Apple Podcasts and we are also available on Google Podcasts. Do give us a follow on Instagram at the Outfield Show Stream and on Twitter at Outfield Show. Enjoy today's episode of Wednesday Wisdom. Sport is all about blood, sweat and tears and the series which we are going to be talking about in today's episode is the closest to that phrase the 1933 infamous bodyline series has more written about it than anything else in the cricketing world it is also called as the biggest controversy to have spawned the game 88 years gone by but the interest in this topic shows no signs of fading the adelaide test of january 1933 between england and australia represents bodyline's lowest point both on and off the field that had consequences which could scar the relations between the two nations and also threatened to jeopardize the tour that was the magnitude of this bodyline series england came to australia with douglas jardine as their captain and he made little attempt to hide his despise for the australians because of which he got a cold welcome in a lot of the towns in new australia but it was not his arrogance but it was the adoption of the leg theory by jardin scam that caused the heat to rise leg theory was bowling on the leg stump with pace over 140 km an hour getting the ball to bounce from short of a length aimed directly at the batsman's body the batsman having nowhere to hide and remember there were no helmets at that point in time faced with possibly Australia's strongest ever batting lineup including Ponsford, Woodfull, McCabe and Don Bradman in full flow England committed Harold Larwood fast and accurate to deliberately attack the batsman's body rather than the stumps the body line blitz brought the ashes into England's keeping again by a margin of 4 to 1 but it left a very nasty taste 18 months later body line was banned Bradman was in full command and for the next 20 years or so England couldn't find a dominating pair of bowlers and they couldn't win a test series. The third test was when all the drama began to unravel. Both teams were squared with a 1-1 scoreline after Australia won the second game at Melbourne. Australia were coming off the great depression So patriotism was at its peak as three times as many passengers as normal crammed the trains from Melbourne to Adelaide to get a glimpse of Don Bradman. After Australia thumped England in the second game, the leg theory was believed to be conquerable. As one of former Australia captain said, shock will be ineffective. Jardine was agitated by the behavior of some spectators at the tourists practice session as they yelled at Jardine calling him a fail and arrogant nadir brat hence the authorities banned spectators from watching england practice 
journalists also found it tough to get a glimpse of what England were planning because of this mishap. Australia had the upper hand in the third game as they reduced England to a 30 for 4 on day 1, but tourists recovered to a below par 236 for 7. But signs of distress and antagony started to show as Morris Leyland accused Australian spinner Bert Ironmonger of smearing raisin on the ball which helps the ball to hold and turn but promptly the spinner was checked for doubtful items was but was cleared after showing his empty pockets on the second day a record 50962 people crammed into the adelaide stadium attracted by england struggling and the prospect of seeing donald bradman bat england extended their score to 341 at a pedestrian pace and just when australia's reply started that was the time when the actual outrage and the body line incident began harold larwood and gabby allen opened the attack in his first over larwood struck bill woodful the australian captain on the heart as he dropped his bat and fell on the ground clutching his chest in extreme agonizing pain as jardin murmured from behind the stumps Well bowled Harold the crowd booed loudly and Bradman on the other end unsettled as Lawood prepared to bowl the first ball of his next over Jardine stopped him at the top of his run up and very deliberately and slowly switched the field for one to body line a field where all the fielders were close to the bat on the leg side uh, some fielders in the deep as well but only one or two fielders on the offside as they formed a ring indicating another raging delivery to be aimed at the body the aggressive intent was clear and reaction from the crowd was close to furious jardine's behavior was later described by an australian selector as the most unsportsmanlike act ever witnessed on an australian cricket field larwood was booed throughout his overs as he kept aiming the body of australians woodful took another blow his bat dropped and now he gasped for air as the noise of the crowd became louder police surrounded the boundary edge as they feared an invasion lot of spectators had tears in their eyes after bradman too departed off the short delivery but bill ponsford took blows after blows on his body he painfully let the ball hit him as he figured if he did not play with the bat he would not get out remember those times didn't have helmets another reminder that was the courage the australian batsman was showing to england's body line tactics in the midst of brutal pace bowling the australian skipper Woodfull was out for 22 and he was not at all impressed as he had a fuming conversation with Plum Warner the manager of the Malebone Cricket Club or popularly known as the MCC the MCC is one of the most prestigious until date an active cricket club which guards the laws of cricket Woodfull said to Warner I don't want to see you Mr Warner there are two sides out there one is trying to play cricket and the other is clearly not The game is too good to be spoiled Mr Warner it's time some people got out of it Australia's 13th man Barak as he carried drinks 
took a jab at Jardin. Don't give him drinks. Let the bastard die of thirst. This was the hatred the Australians were having for Jardin and the English tactics of body line. The day's close was near as an English fielder was said to have turned to George Haley, one of the umpires, and said, George, if the crowd comes over the fence, leave me a stump. Haley said, Not on your life, mister. I need all three myself. Cricket was coupled with fear. Australia closed the day at 109 for 4, the next day being rest day. However, the conversation between Warner and Woodfull was leaked in the press and was all across Monday's newspapers. Woodfull blamed Fingleton, a cricketer plus journalist, but Fingleton pointed fingers at Bradman. There were armed guards even at night to protect the pitch as threats raged. But some said the leak was a good thing. It showed Australians everywhere, especially those who were restraining themselves, that even the greatly respected Woodfull was deeply upset by England's bowling tactics. He kept quiet, but now the word was out and it gave impetus to mass protest in Australia. The mood was ugly as now play resumed. Tears in eyes of some as Australia battled body line. No one could stop it as it was well within the rules of the game. As play resumed after a day's break, things even got worse in the middle. In the afternoon, Harold Larwood, again bowling to a conventional bodyline field, struck Australia's wicketkeeper batsman Bertie Oldfield a sickening blow. Caught in two minds on how to deal with the shortest ball, Oldfield top-edged it onto his head, reeling away in pain before ultimately collapsing to the ground. There was blood all over as the blow had broken his skull and Bertie left the field in agonizing pain. Larwood did apologize but the crowd made its anger clear. There were mounted police everywhere trying to keep the crowd back and had one jumped, the whole lot would have come over as a mob as they were all ready to lynch Jardine and his for his bodyline tactics. With the Australian innings all over the place, Jardine teased as he went in the outfield in the deep to field. He was greeted with orange peels and was hurled abuses at. England won the game by 338 runs but their sportsmanship was questioned and after this game, bodyline was banned. Harold Larwood surprisingly was only preserved in controversy as he broke down picking up 33 wickets in the series and he was never to be seen again as he never played for England. He was finally seen in 1950 when he ironically moved to Australia receiving a warm welcome. A lot of people say he was made the scapegoat to England's bodyline tactics and it was later found out that Badman was the one who leaked the news to the reporters but no one to this date can confirm the same. Jardine, after the match, was at his arrogant best. He said, those of you who had seats got your money's worth and then some. Thank you. What do you make of these tactics?
थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द आउटफील्ड शो स्ट्रीम लेट इस नो योर थॉट्स ऑन द बॉडी लाइन टैक्टिक्स यूज बाई इंग्लैंड आई यू इन द फेवर ऑफ दिस और यू हैव डिफरेंट थाट्स लेट इस नो ऑन आर ट्विटर एर आउटफील्ड शो एंड सी यू टूमोरो विद एन एपिसोड ऑफ थ्रो बैक थर्सडे सी आ